having troubles with adulting, overwhelmed by what adults have on their plate. Stay tuned as Javier and Malvika bring you beginner guides to start solving some of those pesky adult problems. Hello everyone, welcome back to Radio Pulse, the sound of NUS. I'm Javier. And I'm Malvika. And we are hashtag adulting. Yay! So we are finally on our fifth episode and today we'll be talking about friendships. So firstly, what what makes a friendship? Like what, what is important to you in a friendship? Mm, I would say in a friendship, personally, I think loyalty and just communication is important. I don't want to have acquaintances you know i don't want to have people that i see every once in a while and we're like cordial to each other but then you just never see them again uh, i would like to frequently meet them and talk to them and understand them i think uh, what about you what do you find important in friendships i think this brings a very interesting like uh contrast across is that to me french is not about like the amount of time you spend together because as we reach the adulting phase, we do not have really so much time to spend with my our friends. For me personally, my two best friends, I meet them like once a year or at most twice a year. But we do know that if there's anything that happens, we'll still be there for each other. And everyone is sort of like going to be working or are currently working. So, and everyone is also side hustling, like what we mentioned like a few uh, weeks ago where side hustle culture is so real nowadays. Everyone just does not have the time to constantly meet up. So in that sense, when we were younger, we would find that friendships are more based on the amount of time you spend together. And we would expect like that time commitment, you know, like how quality time is an important trait of friendships. But as we grow older, I think it's more of the connections and whether the person will be there when you need it. Mm, definitely. I think for... Me, I would say that as, as as kids, like you said, obviously spending quality time together is important. But uh, I think as an adult as well, when you first make new friends, I think it's important to have quality time before you, you know, establish a deeper connection wherein you only see them once or twice a year. Um, because unless you're carrying on these friends from childhood, it's a bit tough to meet them once a year and like have them to be your really good friend. I, 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 yeah, that's just my opinion. But um, yeah, so how do you how do you so in line with having adult friends, how do you make friends as an adult? So as an adult, there's a lot of ways to make friends. So one way could be through interest groups, through work through school. I think most of my friends that I met outside of school are like through a content creation because as a content creator myself, I do have collabs with other content creators or we meet each other during on set or through a big collab, big collaborations by other YouTubers. So this is one way where I really get to meet more friends and have the opportunity to meet more people. And speaking of interest groups, I'm sure there's interest groups like uh, knitting or like D&D I think these are the more common ones that I see but definitely uh, as time go I mean as you grow older the time you have for these interest groups also decline but ultimately one thing that you should consider is that what do you want to do in your free time if you want to make friends uh, they are if you, are, if you want to make friends that are of the same hobby as you then yes consider joining interest groups or if you want to meet friends of diverse range then that's where maybe volunteering comes in or 
maybe uh, joining more social gatherings. Yeah, and I think another good way to make friends as adults is uh, definitely through friends of friends. There's so many people that we meet through mutual connections and then we establish deeper relationships with that um, I think it's good to tap into different social circles and then in that way um, you can also meet people of like you said of different um, backgrounds or if if you know you and your friend work in the same company then probably more of the same background um, so yeah I think depending on what sort of friends you want to meet and what sort of people you want to be interacting with there's actually a wide number of ways to be making friends as adults as well yes have you have any experience from making friends from like maybe uh, interest groups or other than from school yeah so i'm actually as an artist and so i paint a lot in my free time and i i actually enrolled in an oil painting class once um just out of interest and I met a lot of people there who I th- and I think the primary reason for us bonding was out of our shared love of art but also I think there's so many so much other common ground that comes with you, you know that comes with that, that you realize when you have conversations with people and um so yeah that's one of my experiences and and I'm still in touch with a lot of people from that class till till date what about you have you had any of those experiences i think you mentioned a very interesting point which is uh enrolling in classes that you're interested in when just now i mentioned most of those are free activities like going with your, out with your friends to meet new people or like joining like uh interest groups but enrolling in classes is also another way where i think you can definitely make friends maybe be not only that like yoga classes or i don't know there's a lot of different classes yeah especially workout classes i feel when you're put under uh, physical stress you just turn to other people and just have a chat about you know oh like oh how how was class today and things like that there's so many easy ways to strike up conversation when you're engaged in an activity that you both you know sort of signed up for be it class or volunteering or interest groups and so i think that's one thing is that you should like get out of your comfort zone and try to start conversations because with so many people unknowingly you might find common ground and that can lead to um you know meeting up every once in a while and then establishing a friendship in that way i think you brought up a very good point that we should step out of our comfort zone because if we want to make friends we have to be the one initiating sometimes we cannot always expect others to initiate a conversation with us so maybe uh you find this guy is maybe also alone then it's a good opportunity for you maybe to walk up to the person and then like strike up a conversation maybe how's your day so assuming your workout class is after work then you can be like oh how's work today yeah then what made you want to join this workout class and stuff like that yeah that those are really good conversation starters as well and i think it they set a base for understanding the person a lot more um so on the topic of now that we've covered finding friends how do you propose that we maintain them i think especially for adults right maintaining friendships is probably one of the hardest i mean just look at our transition from maybe primary school secondary school or secondary school or like between educational levels sometimes it's hard for us to maintain friendships when we're in different schools or workplace friends where once we're in different workplaces it's harder to maintain that connection with like 
our friends. So one way to maintain it is, uh, I think one key ingredient is that while you are still like maybe taking the same classes or taking the, uh, in the same educational institution or workplace, you should take the time to actually get to know a person and develop that connection so that when you are separated, there's still that inherent like uh, interest in continuing the friendship. Uh, one thing that you will require to continue a friendship is that both parties are interested. And sometimes it's the effort that it takes. If you all don't have a strong enough connection, sometimes uh, it's just like not worth the effort for one party to continue that friendship. And I mean, on, on top of that, like even if you are good friends, one way you all can definitely maintain friendships is definitely go out together, catch up, maybe once every three months or four months. The thing is that it doesn't necessarily have to be like every single week or so because everyone is busy. Everyone has their own activities. So we don't really have to constantly meet up. Yeah, and I think with like social media and, and just like people being connected through the internet in general, there, there are easier ways to stay connected than just meeting up. You can always drop them a text and say, how are you or how are you doing? How is work? Things like that. Or, or, or you could just pick up the phone and call them if you have a couple of minutes too. And maybe that, that might seem a bit unnatural to just call your friend. But um, I think... I, I think those are also ways that, you know, you can contribute materially to maintaining that friendship. And then in the cl- case of workout classes or, or interest groups or volunteering, if you, oh, an easy way to sustain the friendship is if both parties just continue to attend that place and then and then you just meet them every week or however often the thing is. And uh, I mean, obviously it's important to have, you know, conversation outside of the work that you're doing or the workout that you're doing but i think that's a good starting point to maintain friendships i think you mentioned a very interesting point about like continuing the class i think not only just the class alone but if you're interested in friendship the person maybe your class happens at a di- uh, after dinner then you can ask whether y'all want to have dinner the next week before class or supper after the class I think this is one way where you can get to know the person more in depth rather than just at the uh, place where you all take up the classes together. Yeah, definitely. That That's actually such a good point. Like I've, I've seen so many people, I used to go for a spinning class last year and I've seen people just ask people if they want to get tea after class or coffee after class and I because we had class in the morning. And I think that was so, such a nice way to get to know people because tea or coffee is just you know how long would like it's like a 20 30 minute affair but you but just within that 20 30 minutes you get to understand so much more about that person and their interests outside of the activity that you were engaged in or where you met you know so i think that's a really good idea to maintain friendships uh speaking of which right i mean i read one today's uh the today's newspaper before right? it, it has a fun fact stating that do you know that it takes around 200 hours before we consider someone a close friend and we have the capacity for only around 150 close friend uh close relationships including family wow i did not know that 200 hours how much is that actually that's not a lot right that's like um eight, around eight full days but that's i mean yeah 16 days if you count just day hours I think it depends on like how you actually see 
eat lah. I mean, most of the time, if we meet our friends, you're not gonna meet for the whole day, right? Yeah, nobody's gonna spend twelve hours with their friends in one day. Oh my god! I mean, I don't. I think like if the only time you spend twelve hours a day is like maybe with your partner. Yeah, unless unless like your friends and you get together and do like a staycation or a sleepover, then of course. But two hundred hours. I mean, are you shocked oh, by the fact? By the do you think it's large or small? Um, I think it's definitely pretty large. I think two hundred hours is a lot of time to spend with someone. On the contrary, I think it's uh quite little though. Really. I feel like two hundred hours is like very understatement. It's like if you think about it. 200 hours you can fully clock it up in one like vacation with a friend like one week vacation with a friend mm. but it's like would you go on vacation with your friend if they're just an acquaintance you know like you would only go with them when you're really good friends so I think they're talking about these little little like one hour two hour quick catch ups that you do and then over time that builds up to 200 hours and then you're like oh okay this is my friend Oh, I mean, it also depends on how we define close friends, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, one one thing is that uh about like uh maybe in schooling or like in work that we always frequently meet is like hi bye friends, friends yeah. that we probably will never talk again after like our this phase of life ends. Definitely, yeah, and 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 even with like you know work and all the other things that we mentioned just now that there are there is potential for you to have a lot of high by friends and i think like what where the different com- difference comes in is when you put in the effort to turn that high by acquaintanceship into you know me getting their number and making plans to make up and f- having conversations with them to understand them hmm that's a very interesting point that you brought up then uh, I mean with regards to high by friends like what what are the some attitudes that we should have when we are when we want to convert these high by friends into maybe like more permanent friends I think the same as what we mentioned really is just to if you know they're high by friends that I think it's established that they're pretty friendly and so maybe you could get their number or or like you mentioned maybe you could say like do you want to get dinner after this or lunch before this and then you could just make plans and meet them every once in a while and that doesn't have to be very often either but you, you know I think just having sustained contact with them will definitely help you turn a high bye friend into someone who at the very least you can have a basic small conversation with true true i do agree and uh one thing that i want to talk about talk about is that i mean when we are talking about high by friends usually we will know this by uh maybe the person that's talking to you with regards to like the stuff that you are dealing with currently so for example if you are working and they only talk to you about work then they won't share about their personal life so one way is that uh, if you are interested in making a friendship, you can always start initiating maybe to talk more about the personal life, maybe uh, like life outside of whatever you are doing. Mm, for sure. Uh, yeah, I think that again goes into the conversation of exploring the person that they are outside of your shared interest. And, and yeah, that includes whatever activity that you were doing when you met this person. Yeah, so I think to conclude, we can just end off with like saying that uh, 
friends, they come and go, but good friends will stay even without meeting for an extended period of time. So yeah. yeah, and but even if you want to catch up, that's with so much like video calling applications, like uh, and also like you can definitely just use phone calls or WhatsApp. I think these are so many good ways for you to actually catch up nowadays that even if you don't meet up your friends for a long time, they are just a phone call away. So this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that really helps people stay connected and maintain their friendships. Yeah, so just put in the effort if you really want that friendship and I'm sure that uh, something good will come out of it. So yeah. to conclude, today's, uh, we, we talk about friendships and maybe how to maintain or how to get started on a friendship. So if you like our uh, content, remember to stay tuned next week for the say, uh, for hashtag adulting as we'll be talking about marriage in Singapore. I mean, after friendships, what comes naturally is, of course, marriage. I mean, marriage is a big part of adulting. And uh, we'll be talking about, like, how to settle, like, when is a good time to settle, and how do you get married in Singapore? What are some things that you need to take note of? And, yep. So, that's it for uh, from us today. Thank you. Bye. Bye.